back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you once again for joining me and listening. Do not forget, you can check out all my content by following me on Twitter at RMKMadness. Same handle on Instagram if you want to follow me there too. You can also check me out on the tubes, the YouTubes, under Mad Chatter, Ryan MK, the tubes. So if you're watching or listening, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Much, much appreciated. Yes, yes, yes. Hope everyone survived the week okay. We did all right here in the Madhouse MK. Yeah, not much to get excited about. <laughs> the Nuggets won game seven against the Clippers. That was fun. And then thoroughly got destroyed in game one against the Lakers Friday night. We do have the Stanley Cup Finals set, the Stars versus the Lightning. I'm excited for that just because I love hockey. And I'm going to be pulling for the Stars, even though they took out my Avs, because I'm a fan of Joe Pavelski, I must say. Even though I don't like half the Stars players, <laughs> I'm going to pull for him. I'm going to pull for him over Tampa Bay. So, that's the deal. But other than that, you know, it's, it's things are very stressful right now. I mean, for everyone. You know, it's financially, mentally, I, I mean, and then... You throw in everything. Pandemic. The chaos with the division. I mean, we, we're so divided in this country. And it's a shame. We've got so much shit going on. Not only the pandemic, but the weather. The wildfires continue to rage. And now birds dropping out of the sky. Probably because it's filled with smoke. I mean, it's just, it's, it's insane. It feels apocalyptic almost. And then you add in, Michigan has some mosquito virus popping up. Hurricane Sally smashing into the Gulf Coast. They said parts of Florida got four months of rain in four days. Like, just chaos and apocalyptic type shit everywhere. And yet, we're so divided. We're so divided as a country. A lot of questions about our country right now, about the United States. A lot of questions, if you ask me. But apparently, if you ask the president, questions mean unpatriotic. Oh, unless, of course, you're him. He's okay, and his followers are okay. To say, let's make America great again, because it's not great now. It's okay for them to complain and question the state of the country. But anybody else would be unpatriotic. And he wants to take away, like in federal agencies, he wants to take away racial sensitivity training. He started this commission, 19th, this commission thing is to stop teaching people. It's basically to rewrite history. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Just look into this stuff. I, I, I just. I've always been a fan of Joe Rogan. And recently, he talked about... I mean, he said some stuff recently, but I've always found him to be someone that questions everything. But... Lately, some of his 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 comments I'm not so sure of. <laughs> and then he said, I'd, I'd Biden, if Biden's the guy, I'd rather vote Trump. You'd rather vote Trump. Just 
people are ah it's frustrating it's frustrating for me because whether i look like it or not whether you want to believe it or not i know quite a bit about history and if you look at fascist types dictator types like trump checks a lot of boxes i'll be the first to admit not a biden guy don't think he's great but this is one of those where you gotta go with the lesser of evils Biden's not great, but he's not going to fuck up our country. Like, I don't think people understand Trump has some terrible intentions to keep himself in power. I guarantee it. The warning signs are there. I, I just, I digress. I apologize. I know. Football show. I'll get into the football. But it's hard, man. You, you can't just go around and ignore i'm glad sports are back i'm enjoying sports being here but we can't let us distract we can't let that distract us from all the real shit going on in the world we have a president that is basically trying to say racism doesn't exist and never has in our country essentially i and that we we shouldn't teach that in schools like this this is a problem I love football too but I love humanity more and we got some shit to do and some shit to work on in this country so yeah yeah educate yourself and fucking vote alright but I digress I'm done I'm done if you want to hear more of my thoughts on Trump and everything going on please check out my other podcast the miscellaneous debris podcast with me of course I like to have a little fun, joke, laugh around, talk about the serious issues in in our country and around the world today, get into some interesting topics, space, UFOs, conspiracy theories. I've done that one. We're going to have to get into that one again because I tell you what, people nowadays are fucking ruining them for me. We used to have some good ideas for conspiracy theories that brought interesting discussion and now everything is a goddamn conspiracy. (sighs) oh my goodness oh my goodness that's all right we shall find a way to come together (laughs) we will we just gotta you know again everyone educate yourself please and vote it's 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 really that's what we gotta do it's what we gotta do all right so first things first now that we got all of that out of the way, let's get into some fucking Thursday night football chatter, shall we? Yes, we do. Yes, yes, because the Bengals and Browns, they gave us a bit of a game, huh? Browns took them out. Took the Bengals out, 35 to 30. Now for the Browns, I would say Baker Mayfield looked okay. Still got some work to do. He's got to show me some more. Which makes me worry a little bit about the passing game. But we did have an Odell Beckham sighting, which was great because I needed him to produce in a few leagues. And 74 and a touchdown. So he got us a little something. Thank you, Odell. But I'd like to see more from that passing game. However, didn't have to do it a whole lot because uh, Chubb, 124-2, and two, if you're worried about him, tried to tell you not to be, there you go. Kareem Hunt, he went for 86-1 and one and got a receiving touchdown. Both running backs are going to be fine in this offense. We'll see about the passing game. For the Bengals, 
Burrow's looking all right, man. Burrow's looking good. He went for 316 and three. No interceptions, while Baker did have one. So he's looking good. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing continued improvement from Mr. Burrow and the Bengals' offense. Joe Mixon, what the fuck is going on with him? 16 for 46. I mean, he did have four receptions for 40 yards, which I suppose helps a little, but you want more, much more from Mr. Joe Mixon. And then, again, wide receiver here. A.J. Green, 13 targets, only three catches for 29 yards. Now, he's had over 20 catches the first two games, so that's a good sign. But if he doesn't start catching him soon, are we going to see T. Higgins? I don't know. And then, poor CJ Zumwa and the injuries. We're going to get into the infirmary. The injuries just, they're a mountain. They're a mountain. Not as in Rocky Mountain, as in mounting. They are mounting, piling up, I should say. But now we need to get to know Drew Sample. You need to sample this dude. If you look at his player profile, Upper metrics across the board, okay? Lacks the collar production, but go ahead and look into the situation he was in in Washington, okay? Not a great situation, quarterback-wise, offense-wise. But he's got all the workout metrics, okay? And this is someone that I have on probably half of my leagues because I felt the need to roster him because when you look at the Bengals roster... It was C.J. Azumwa, who's not a bad ball player, but he's nothing spectacular. And right behind him, Drew Sample. They don't have a whole hell of a lot else. Drew Sample has requisite athleticism to be a fantastic tight end. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm very excited for it. I would say pick him up. There's been some debate on Twitter. People are like, oh, another talk to No, this is a dude I'm telling you. He's one of those guys. Look at his profile. Go to playerprofiler.com. Type in his fucking name. Okay. Drew Sample. Sample that. Okay. Sample some Drew Sample. Because I'm not saying he's going to turn into a top five tight end. But I do feel like there's potential there, especially with a rookie quarterback. Because rookie quarterbacks are very well known in general to enjoy the safety blanket of a tight end. Yes? Yes. And if you look in that game, I mean, Drew had nine targets total. CJ, before he got hurt, had six. That's fucking 15 targets to the tight end position. Mm. Just saying. Just saying not for nothing. So the overall thoughts, Browns, look better. Baker, show me more. Browns RBs, going to be fine. Bengals, love what I'm seeing from Burrow. Mixon, where the fuck you at? And, 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 true sample. Sample you some sample. Sample you some sample. And, and, and also, also, I did want to say, there's a couple of guys who fucking helped nobody. And I'm not going to sit here and bitch, because we're all talking about this fake football game while they're playing the real football game putting their bodies on the line so i'm not gonna pull this thanks for nothing bullshit no y'all do you we're just trying to guess right right and predict right so this is nothing against them 
But this is two situations where these motherfuckers did not help us fantasy gamers out at all. And that was John Ross, who I did start in a couple of weeks, put up a nice fucking donut. Oh, but no, 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 no. Mike Thomas got a fucking touchdown. That's right. Mike Thomas, if you remember, not to be confused with Michael Thomas, Mike Thomas played for the Rams once upon a time. Anyway, neither one of us helped because some were starting Ross, none were starting Thomas. It happens. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Pour CJ Zemmour. Sample you some sample. But let's all pour a little one out for Mr. CJ Azumwa as we move on to the rest of the info. Welcome to the infirmary. At the damned place. The damned place. Now, I talked about this, you know, earlier in the offseason, wrote an article about how depth was going to be so important this year because of a couple of reasons. But the overall abnormality of this 2020 season was going to cause some changes. There was going to be more injuries. I mean, there was bound to be, right? When you don't have the preseason games to get in shape, when your your training camp time is cut. So there was bound to be more injuries. And then with no preseason and things like that, you figure coaches are going to want to get some looks at some guys that they would normally get a look at in the preseason. So the first month of the season was bound to be rough. And depth was going to be your savior if you could get it. So I do think... It's very important to keep up on stuff. Even the people, you know, dissing the Drew Sample shit on Twitter. Would it hurt? Would it hurt you at all? Now, if you're in a redraft league with a very minimal bench, I get it. But there's a lot of leagues where you could really take a chance. It'd be very wise to take a chance on Drew Sample. And with all these injuries piling up, you need to start looking at depth charts and pay attention to depth charts. Fuck's sake. So, as far as the infirmary goes, for the most notable, we'll begin there. Michael Thomas had the high ankle sprain. Sounded not so bad at first. Then it sounded catastrophic. He was going to miss a few weeks. Then it sounded like, oh, he's feeling great. He's doing better. And, oh, yeah, he's going to go ahead and uh, he's going to be good. Maybe play Monday. Probably not. Probably not. Sounds like not. But he's okay. He's doing okay. He's not playing. Don't even try risking it. Find somebody else. Please, please. Chris Godwin doesn't sound like he's playing either, uh, which is unfortunate. There was a small glimmer of hope. He got, he felt fine the beginning of the week, midweek, concussion symptoms. Cleared the concussion protocol, practiced, I believe, Friday. Yes. And now, now, doesn't look like he's going to play. There may be someone you can play instead, though. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Le'Veon Bell, hammy. Here we go with the hammies. He went to the IR. Mike Evans was limited with the hammy. Mari Cooper reaggravated the foot. He's limited. You got Julio Jones. I'm sure he'd be out there, but it could be one of those decoy games because he's got a hammy. He was limited. You know, one of those two-point decoy games. You know, there are those with the Julio Jones. They can happen. They can happen. George Kittle, he's going to be out for Sunday with that knee injury, remember? Because of fucking Jimmy goddamn Garoppolo throwing a shit pass. 
Kenny Galladay is also out this weekend. Fire up your TJ Hawkinson. And, 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 and Marvin Jones. Don't forget him. Don't forget him. A.J. Brown is also going to be out with a knee injury. And then you got Corey Davis limited with a hamstring. What the fuck are the Titans going to do? Who are they going to throw the ball to? John o. Smith. Somebody else might have a big day as well. A king of a day, you might say. <laughs> I know. That's fucking like Devontae Parker, limited. He's got a hammy as well. It's terrible. Then you look at the Broncos. Cortland Sutton's got the shoulder injury. Missed week one. But limited practice for him. We'll see if he can go Sunday. KJ Hamler looks like he's going to be good to go. Philip Lindsay, toe. He's going to miss time. So you're going to have Royce Freeman running alongside Melvin Gordon. I'm ready for it. Let's see some Royce Freeman action. This dude needs some fucking love, man. Man. Tired of it. So then you got Blake Jarwin, who I believe we'd mentioned, but he's on the IR now with the knee injury. But there is good news. Miles Sanders says he's 100%. He's coming back. He's going to be playing Sunday. James Conner was also after the ankle scare, ankle injury scare earlier in the week. Him not practicing. He is back full participation. Now, Mike Tomlin did say he's likely to use some Benny Snell. Or so somebody did some reason. I sure really want that. <laughs> but there was some chatter about that. So there's a good chance you do see some Snell. But I do think it might be okay to play Connor. It's iffy. It's, it's, it's iffy because if he, he could get hurt again. But uh, I would say if you have a better option, go for that. But if you need to play him, do try and remember that if he doesn't hurt himself again, he's probably going to have a good game. So <laughs> keep that in mind if you have to start. And then I guess I did forget to mention... Denzel Mims, hammy, he's on the IR. They'll probably get back to him in a few weeks because, you know, with these new IR rules, they can look at guys in a few weeks. And that's what's going on with Cahill Waring in Houston, someone I was really high on for this year. Apparently, he's battling a multitude of injuries. And Bill O'Brien, Texans coach, is like, yeah, we're going to reevaluate him in a few weeks. So, you know, that's what this new IR thing is for, you know what I mean? And then we have some other mentions. Jack Doyle. Jamison Crowder, they're both going to be out. Crowder had the hammy. Doyle's banged up with the ankle and the knee. They're both out come Sunday. Did not practice on Friday. You got Duke Johnson with the ankle and Henry Ruggs with the knee. As far as other players that were limited, we'll see how these go on Saturday. You got LaMichael Pirine, who did limited work individually. He's got the ankle injury. See, Adam Gay said he'd like to get him out there. And Sam Darnold said he's he's a playmaker. So they're excited about this dude, okay? And with Bell heading to the IR, there's no reason he can't have all the opportunity in the world because otherwise it's Frank Gore and Kalen fucking Balazs. So it's LaMichael P. Ryan time. We just might have to wait till next week. We'll see how the ankle plays out. Brandon Cooks with the quad, still limited. Nikhil Harry with the shoulder. He's limited, as is his teammate, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's doing his thing, though. You know, he did this a lot last year. He did it in week one. He should be fine. Michael Pittman's got a toe injury. Got to see how that plays out. Golden Tate with the hammy. Gerald Everett with the back. All those players limited. All right. 
infirmary, infirm. I hate the infirmary. It's just different. <laughs> it is. I hate this. I hate this. So many injuries. You see all the hammies, too. Hamstring injuries. And those fucking linger. Ah. God, it's just terrible news. Terrible news. But, again, we're going to get Miles Sanders this week. So that's a good, a good, if anything, that's a one good, great, good thing out of great, good thing. Hmm, that was interesting, right? Anyway, it's a fantastic thing out of the infirmary segment is that, hey, we get some fucking Miles Sanders back. And with that said, let's go ahead and do a little week two forecast. Winning. All right, let's get into, well, the week two forecast. Week two, it is here. We're not sitting here going, um, well, they're delaying the game. So everything seems to have gone on okay. We got the first sign on Friday that the Houstons, all the Houston Texans and Chiefs players from the Thursday night game, they all tested negative, so everybody was good there. So I'm assuming they'd have to get results for the rest of the games before long, right? Or are they just going to start? I don't know. It's weird. It's it, We'll see how it goes. But so far, so good. We're getting week two. Bengals and Browns kicked it off. Let's keep it going. What do I think for my prognosis? What do I believe are some things that will happen this weekend? Well, I do believe, even against this bit of a stingy Bears defense, that Saquon Barkley is going to bounce back. So play him. People worrying about him. I know. There's some issues there. There were last year. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. With Chris Godwin out, Scotty Miller's going to light it up. I'm just saying. Panthers and Bucks. This one's in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady game number two. I think he's going to have a little bit better go around this time. And he likes him some Scotty Miller. And with no Chris Godwin, I like me some Scotty Miller too. So, fire the Scotty Miller up. 49ers running backs, I do believe, are going to go ham in this coming up game because the Jets struggle. Jets struggle. Not a great team. No. 49ers got a good D. They might stifle that Jets. And McKinnon, Coleman, I mean, I really think McKinnon is going to work his way to that number two. But Mostert, I mean, I could see them two dudes having some big plays. Even Tevin Coleman. So, I'm all about 49ers, RBs, this weekend. K.J. Hamler for the Denver Broncos, he's going to say hello this weekend. Whether Cortland Sutton plays or not, I do believe we'll see a couple of big plays from the other rook on the Denver Broncos wide receiver core. So, we're going to go with that. Derrick Henry is the king I mentioned earlier. He's going to have a big day, particularly if Tannehill's got no one to throw the fucking ball to. Because that's very possible. That they just don't really have anybody. I would like to see round two of A-Rod's Revenge Tour. That's going to be on full display, I do believe. Because he certainly let the Vikings know what was up last week. And he's got the Lions this week in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers, round two of Revenge. Let's go. Let's go. It's coming. The Colts wide receivers are going to feast. That's right. Because the Vikings secondary is already in deep shit. 
and now they're missing Cameron Dantzler. So, they're down a guy, already in some trouble, and I see Philip Rivers picking apart this secondary. T.Y. Hilton, Paris Campbell, play these guys. Play them. If Pittman's healthy, I'm a little bit worried about him. I'm a little bit worried about him. But Paris, T.Y., fire those fuckers up. All day. All day. And speaking of Indy, Jonathan Taylor is going to smash. Oh, he's going to smash. Oh, he's going to smash. Watch. Watch. He's going to smash. And, you know, speaking of rookie running backs, like Jonathan Taylor, I do think this week Antonio Gibson gets more work. He's going to improve upon what he did last week, just as J.K. Dobbins will, I believe, because he's too good. The Baltimore Ravens won't be able to keep the ball out of his hands. We're going to see more DeAndre Swift. I do believe, despite that fumble, Patricia's going to give him a chance to redeem himself, and I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. I looked for a solid game from DeAndre Swift. And I think the Josh Kelly I train is just going to keep firing up. Just keep firing up. They play the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to be out three of the defensive players this week. They they have a solid defense, but nothing spectacular. The Chargers should be able to move the ball. They do have Tyrod. <laughs> but I do think Josh Kelly, Joshua, Joshua, Joshua Kelly is going to make some noise this week. And he's going to just keep revving that fucking hype train up. That's right. Love me some Joshua Kelly. But I do see Austin Eckler having a, a solid game as well. I do, I do. Now, that's what I believe. Oh, 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 oh. And just a little bit, just a little bit from Monday night. Now, I normally save Monday night for the Monday pod, right? But I do got to say, I'm excited about Traquan Smith. <laughs> okay, now, that's my prognosis for week two. Now, the things that I'm monitoring, the things I'm keeping my eyes on this weekend miles sanders debut of course because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, i'm excited i do think he's gonna have a good game too Lamichael p ryan should he play i'm excited to see what he can do as i'm excited to see round two of mr james robinson in jacksonville the coaching staff seemed impressed with him and his first game so i'd like to see what he does with us in his second week Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I had him pegged as the guy winning that number two job in the Packers offense last year. Last year, 2019. Last season. And it was... (laughs) But man, Aaron Rodgers again looks like he's on a revenge tour. And he's throwing the ball a shit to... At least he did in game one. We'll see how it goes. I do think week two, again, is going to be a repeat of week one. And Devontae Adams is the guy, but behind him, Lazard enough? Is he enough? Is Aaron Rodgers going to use them both enough that they could both be fantasy relevant? I don't know. I want to keep my eyes on what is MVS going to do. Because he had a couple games last year, too, but he was nothing consistent. So I'm interested to see game two for him. I'm also interested in watching... The Miles Gaskin ascent. Because whether people believe it or not, dude's got a solid profile, and he's a better runner than Jordan Howard. So really, 
he should work his way into that spot. I'm a little worried about Matt Breida because they don't seem to be using him. So I really want to see how this Miami backfield begins to play out because I do think Miles Gaskin is a threat to really get some touches and either take away from you know Breida and Howard to where it's this big clusterfuck where there's no fantasy value or he's going to make some noise for himself. So he's another guy at the end of drafts, like Drew Sample that I was just throwing on there. People were drafting Patrick Laird. I was taking Miles Gaskin. Just saying. I like to go with guys with the better player profiles. I also want to see the Texans wide receivers. I really would like to see Brandon Cooks get going in this offense. But it's just going to depend on his health. And that's really what the whole... Because, yeah, everybody's excited about Will Fuller after week one. Will Fuller hasn't played 16 games. Sorry. I don't trust that. Over a handful of years? Now, once you played a full season, what makes me think you're going to do it this year? Especially if you're all of a sudden the number one guy. But he looks good. And he was making plays. It's my The health is concerning. So, but right now, that's kind of the concern with Brandon Cooks. But I am interested to see how this plays out over the scene. Because I don't think it's necessarily as simple as, oh, Will Fuller's just going to be a monster now. I don't know if I buy that. Don't know if I buy that. The Buffalo backfield I'm a bit interested in. Because I, I'm not huge, a huge believer in Singletary. And while I do think Zach Moss has some issues, you got to wonder who's the better fit for that offense. Or is the complement of the two, like, can either of them be fantasy relevant? You would think, because Buffalo's supposed to be a pretty run-heavy team, but we'll have to see how that plays out, too. So I'm interested in that. The Sunday night football game, Patriots at the Seahawks, Super Cam, Cam America versus Cam America. That's how you're supposed to say Versus Russell Wilson. What's he call himself? What is that stupid little thing he started? <laughs> oh, but we get Cam versus Russ. It's going to be a fun. I, I'm a, I really am excited for this. I'm exci- I don't know why. I'm enjoying this whole Cam Newton on the Patriots thing. Because it's just so fantastic seeing him and his crazy ways. Which I love, personally. Seeing him on the Patriots. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. I just love it. Love everything about it. Love everything about it. Game over, man. It's game over. That is right. That is right. Game over time. Pot over time. But I do appreciate everyone listening, everyone that joined, listening or and or watching, whichever. And keep an eye on my Twitter stuff, as I mentioned before. Got a lot of good stuff I'm going to try and get out over the next coming weeks. Not just for fantasy football, but with other stuff. Working on, I'm going to branch out a little bit my miscellaneous debris thoughts and ideas. And so really going to try and get some extra content going over over the next few days over the weekend shall we say yes 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 <sighs> and also i think i'm gonna throw up that mini madness mini madhouse episode just a short video 
just going a little more in depth into my prognosis of week two of the Sunday action. So keep an eye out for that. Otherwise, I hope everybody has a very good weekend. Try and survive out there. If you're in any of the areas with fires, with the hurricanes, with the flooding, please stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Hang in there. You're on everybody's minds. Trust me. I, I constantly think about the state of this fucking country, the world, etc. And we just need people to come together more. I don't know how we're going to make it happen. If we can make it happen. But that's what we need. We just all need to come together more and take care of each other. Care for one another. So, enjoy the football. Give yourself a break from everything else going on in the world. To watch a little football. Keep everything else at the front of your brain, though. Don't let that shit go. Don't forget about it. That's right. Everyone keep your heads up. Like always. As always. Please. Remember. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Alright? And much love to everyone out there. Much love. Again, please be safe. Keep your heads up if you're struggling at all. And you know, think about the positives. Right? Because <laughs> we do have some football, which we weren't sure we were going to get. We've been enjoying hockey and basketball playoffs. We weren't sure we were going to get that either. If you're into baseball, that playoffs is coming up. So there are some positives to look at. And so far, it, you know, the playing of these sports isn't getting a bunch of people sick or killing them. So, you know, that's got to be a positive too, is that the sports leagues have at least figured, you know, for the most part, a, a way to go about doing things. So, you know, I think it takes cooperation like that because you could tell in this bubble. Now, you do have the random dudes sneaking people in the bubble or sneaking out the bubble, shit like that. But, <laughs> crazy asses. But for the most part, it's that strong cooperation to make that work. <sighs> we just needed more. We needed more across across the globe, really. And I don't need mean more bubbles. That, no. More people in bubbles. No, no, no. no, just more cooperation. That's right. That's right. More cooperation. So, once again, we're going to end this. Much love to you all. Thank you for joining me. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Ta-ta for now. Later.